Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, and welcome to the first ever Solar Report podcast. I'm your host, John Voida, and I'd like to thank you for Tuning in, if you're listening to this, you probably share a similar passion for Phoenix Suns basketball. That's why I've created this podcast, to just kind of take an opportunity to talk about the team from Phoenix that I know and I love very well. So I'm hoping you stay tuned. This is just the inaugural podcast. I'm going to go over a few things and kind of give you an idea of what to expect moving forward. So it's time to crack open a cold beer. Unless you're driving, don't. Don't don't do that. That's against the law. But let's uh, let's just enjoy this one. All right. Yeah. So welcome into the Solar Report podcast, a place for Phoenix fandom to run rampant and wild. <laughs> I hope that uh, you enjoy tuning in and and listening to some differing opinions and some thoughts and ideas that maybe you agree with and maybe you don't. You know, I I hope that above all else, you enjoy basketball and you enjoy the Phoenix Suns as much as I do. You know, a little bit about me. Uh, I was actually born in 82 in Phoenix, Arizona, the Valley of the Sun. But I grew up in Southern California in 85. My family moved out to... Sepulveda, California, in the San Fernando Valley, and I actually grew up around the Showtime Lakers, you know, in that environment, although I was never a Lakers fan. My mom was. My mom loved Pat Riley and his slick back hair and Hollywood, and but my dad never really did. My dad is a more of a grinder and somebody who respects hard work, and I'll never forget him pointing out a guy on TV one time, Michael Jordan. He goes, look at this, John. Look at this guy. This is the future of the NBA. This guy, I've never seen anybody like him. So that became my guy. It was it was Michael Jordan, oddly enough. Uh, huge fan of him. And what's interesting is, even as a young kid, I was ride or die, if you will, with Michael Jordan. Uh, in this modern era of the NBA with the player empowerment, you see a lot of fans who are now following the player rather than the team. Kawhi Leonard, he's a spur. He wins a finals MVP. He goes to Toronto, wins a final MVP. Now he's a clipper. You have fans who are buying his jersey along the way, following his journey, because they're signing the two-year contracts with the opt-out and they're not taking these max contracts that the NBA is throwing at them because they want the flexibility and in 
turn, the fans are following simply the player versus the team, you know? And with Michael Jordan, as a six-year-old kid, I would have done the same thing. Had he gone to the Heat, a team that actually ended up retiring his number because uh, he toasted him so much in the playoffs in the early 90s, uh, I would have been a f- big fan of the Heat. Uh, had he come west to become a supersonic, I would have been a Sonics fan. Uh, but he did none of those things. He stayed a bull until it was time to quit, and he became a Chicago White Sox. Now, again, I always had that love for the hometown team, the Phoenix Suns, because that's where I was from. Your friends always would ask you growing up about yourself, and, you know, I'm, I'm from Phoenix. I'm from Phoenix. I lived in Simi Valley in Ventura County and Moore Park, California, but I was from Phoenix. So I always liked the Suns, and I, as a young gentleman, enjoyed watching all basketball, but I would watch the Suns, my Western Conference team, and the Bulls on the Eastern Conference team. So when 92-93 came around, I was kind of torn. I loved that team from Phoenix. That was a great, you know, Charles Barkley was on the dream team in 92. He goes to Phoenix all of a sudden. Holy shit, they've got a superstar. They had some players before. They had some fantastic parts. But now they had that superstar. Like like the Bulls had Jordan, the Suns had Barkley. And they had that fantastic season. So I'm watching them. I'm watching the Bulls. And, of course, it comes down to it in the finals. And who do I go for? Didn't care at that at that point. I just wanted a, a great series. And that's what we got. I mean, it was a six-game series. Uh, John Paxson hit the infamous three. Uh, I celebrated. You know, I remember it was there was a promotion at the time from Pizza Hut called the Bigfoot Pizza. I remember smashing on the Bigfoot Pizza every, uh, every game of that finals. And when they won, I won. I was happy. But shortly thereafter... We moved back to Phoenix. Uh, it was time to come home. Our grandparents were getting older. We, my parents wanted to be around them in the, the latter stages of their lives. So we left uh, Canoga Park, California, and we moved east to Phoenix, Arizona. And it just so happened to coincide with Jordan retiring for the first time. And when he retired, I was instantly, okay, I'm I'm. I'm bleeding purple and orange now I'm officially a Suns fan uh the Bulls still had Pippen they still but no I was a Suns fan at that point and boy did I get an introduction to the Phoenix Suns uh that 93-94 season they got knocked out of the playoffs uh against the Rockets and it, it was seven games seven torturous games and one thing that I learned really quickly is the playoffs here in Phoenix they happen when it's hot it's not cool outside when the playoffs are going on. So you're suffering through those games. The sweltering heat outside, the sweltering games inside. It was, uh, it was quite the experience. The next year was the Mario LE3 in the corner with 7.8 seconds left, again in the Game 7. And that kind of put the, the nail in the coffin on, the, on that little Suns window, if you will, and really solidified me as a Suns fan. For the first time as a basketball fan, Really, in my life, I knew what defeat was. I had seen Jordan go up against the Pistons in the late 80s and uh, 1990, and it hurt, but, you know, you're nine years old. And although I cared, I was still just, wow, this guy's amazing. He's on Wheaties boxes. He's on calendars. He's everywhere. Air Jordan, he's the man. And then in 91, 92, 93, they're winning championships in a way that nobody has won championships. Sheer drive. 
taking them to the title. So when I became a Suns fan, I learned what heartache was. And ever since that moment, I mean, Jordan came back, but it wasn't the same. You know, at this point, when he came back in nine, the 95 or yeah, 95, 96 season, you know, I'm 14 years old and I'm really starting to enjoy Phoenix Suns basketball. So watching him win, loved it. But at the same time, it wasn't the same for me. I was a Suns fan from then on out. Jason Kidd comes to the Suns, Penny Hardaway. We go through those years. Uh, they start to suck a little bit again. You know, they got Stephon Marbury balling down the middle of the lane like a running back. Um, you know, the the Starbury days. And then they draft Amari Stoudemire, and they're in the playoffs the next year. Uh, I'll never forget the half-court three against the Spurs that Marbury hit in the playoffs. There was, there was some promise there. And then they've kind of fell off a little bit. Marbury left. Stoudemire was there, but didn't have too much support. It was him and Marion. And then, of course, Steve Nash comes back to town and takes off. And that was really fun for me because I was actually stationed over in Korea at the time. And the Pistons had just won the finals. And a couple of my really good friends over there were Pistons fans. And, you know, I had no no dog in the fight. They... They made fun of the Suns as well they should at that time. We were kind of a joke in the league. And then all of a sudden, boom, shakalaka. He's on fire! Steve Nash comes back, and the Suns go absolutely crazy. And I have something to be proud of once again. Uh, you know, take that through my my formative years in my early 20s. And, you know, that that's what you did in, in May and June is you went to the bar and you enjoyed watching the Suns in the playoffs. And we went through some heartbreaking losses and had quite a few beers after those uh, in defeat. You know, we had, we're, we're probably one of the best teams ever in that 04 to about 07 range to never win a title. We revolutionized uh, the, the game of basketball with the way that we played, and we didn't win the big one. You know, the story of Phoenix Suns, they just can't win the big one. And then this last decade happens. 2010 is the last time we hit the playoffs. It's 2019 right now. Uh, I'm now in my mid to late 30s, uh, and I've been a Suns fan for 25 years. And, you know, I felt it was time to just have fun and, 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 and talk about the Suns in this format. I have uh, some different guests that you'll enjoy on this pod. My brother-in-law is a huge Suns fan. I got cousins who are Suns fans, friends obviously who are Suns fans, you know, like uh, mine's enjoy like misery I guess so I hope you enjoy listening to kind of some of our thoughts and takes on the Suns uh, one thing that I think is important is know that we all have common ground here I will say things that people will not agree with uh, I am not the biggest Devin Booker fan I respect him I think he's a fantastic scorer but I I'm not the biggest Devin Booker fan. Uh, if you gave me his jersey, I'd probably sell it. You know, I don't like the way the one looks on the jersey to begin with. But two, I just think that there's a lot of uh, untapped potential and ego there that we really kind of will delve into moving forward on this podcast. But again, this is common ground. We love this team. You're here listening to this because you love the Phoenix Suns, and that's what makes this fun. So anything that's said isn't meant with malicious intent. It's meant to kind of vent maybe after a game. Uh, but win, lose, or draw, I'm going to be critical. 
uh, because I care. Uh, one thing that drives me up a wall is I'm a, I follow the, the Suns groups, you know, Suns Nation, Valley of the Suns, all those things on, on Insta and Twitter and Facebook. And I love to see those posts during or after a game in which the Suns lose. And for the most part, I will say, compared to the other groups I'm a part of, I'm also a big Dodgers fan. Don't, well, LA kid, remember? I'm a big Notre Dame fan, Irish Catholic. Those groups are a lot worse than the Suns groups when it comes to uh, people's knowledge of care, if you will. It's, it's okay to criticize the Suns. It's okay to praise them when they are having success. But because you care, it's also okay to criticize them. I, I hate the posts that are like, I'm a true Suns fan, ride or die. I don't say anything negative about the Suns. Then you're not a true fan. Then you don't see opportunity for them to get better. Then you're not invested in the game. Or maybe you are. Hey, you do you, I'll do me. But I do think those are dumb fucking statements. I, I'll ride or die with this team. No matter what, I'll go through the seven gates of hell with the Phoenix Suns. They can do no wrong. Well, I hate to break it to you there, bud, but they can do wrong. And last year, they only won 19 games with the number one pick on their roster. So you're entitled to your opinion, and I'm entitled to mine. And I'm of the opinion that we can always be better. So, you know, we'll see how people respond to this podcast and if they enjoy my takes and my points of view. Uh, you, you don't have to always agree with my points of view, but hopefully you enjoy them. Hopefully I can throw a little humor on some of the tough times and I can put forth some thoughts on the elation that we'll be sharing during some of the fantastic times that, that lie ahead. I think there's a lot of promise with the current team that we have as built. There's some direction finally. There's some definition finally. So hopefully we can uh, enjoy that together as well. Uh, what inspired me to do a podcast? I listen to podcasts. Uh, Sports Cop Podcast primarily. I'm a big fan of the content that The Ringer puts out, and that's Bill Simmons, who <laughs> isn't the biggest Suns fan I know. He always likes to kind of trash Devin Booker or, you know, the Suns are a joke and whatever. He's a Boston guy, uh, but I do respect how he approaches content and the way in which he puts it out. So that kind of inspired me to do this podcast. You know, what kind of things am I going to have on here, as well as the Solar Report blog website? Well, recaps of games, of course. You know, we're in season. But also some fun things along the way, I think. I'm going to explore different options on comparative analysis versus historical teams. And, you know, one of my first podcasts will probably be, you know, Start bench trade anybody who's ever worn the jersey number one in Phoenix Suns history. So I'm talking Devin Booker, Mari Stoudemire, Josh Childress, Penny Hardaway. You got to start one. You got to bench one. You got to trade one. So I hope to continue to generate fun content pertaining to the Suns for you to listen to and enjoy as well as to interact with. That's the end goal for me is 
to make sure that this is a platform that not only I provide you with some inside analysis and fandom, if you will, but also something that you can interact with and participate in as well. Uh, My guests will uh, chime in from time to time with their expert analysis as well, uh, as far as an expert can be from his garage as he records this. Uh, I like to go to a lot of Suns games, and I'll probably sit down with people afterwards and talk about the experience. You know, the Phoenix Suns is more than just a basketball team. It's it's an experience going down to Talking Stick Arena or America West Arena or whatever the fuck arena it is this year. Uh, it's an experience, and I've always enjoyed going down there. Uh, I'm looking forward to the renovations that they're talking about doing in 2020 because Lord knows they need it. That video board is ancient to say the least. I mean, even when you play NBA 2K20 and you look at that, you're like, dude, they need to update this. So uh, I'll talk about the experiences there. Uh, My frustration with beer prices. (laughs) We'll probably have some Sarver commentary here and there because Sarver is one of those topics that everybody likes to talk about uh, as, as well we should. You know, he owns and runs our team and and he's made a lot of shit decisions. Uh, I'm kind of a fan of right now that he's taking a step back this season. But will that change? We don't know. You know, But that'll be just one of the fun things that we'll talk about here on this pod. Uh, I look forward to people visiting the Solar Report blog and, and the website and, and providing thoughts and ideas on what you want to hear. What content do you want to hear as a Phoenix Suns fan? Uh, who do you care about? What do you care about? Uh, I think that's probably the most important aspect of all of this is it's it's unmolded yet. It can be whatever we want it to be, whatever I want it to be, but whatever we want it to be. I think that's what's going to make this fun. So thank you for stopping in and hanging out with me for a little bit on the Solar Report podcast. Uh, click subscribe or visit the Solar Report blog or don't or do whatever you want. Uh, click subscribe below, whatever. I don't know up, down, right, who cares, Uh, but above all else, man, just go Suns, I'm super excited to have the platform to talk about my beloved Phoenix Suns, the purple and orange, uh, planet orange, hashtag rise Phoenix, any tagline you can throw at it, I enjoy it, let's go Suns, baby, y'all take care now. (laughs)